And like we mentioned, we have our STBB legal insert again this morning. Samantha uh, Adams will be chatting to us this morning. Rental Housing Tribunal Process. Maar hier die rechtskolom word met trots aangebied dier STBB prokureers. Vervoeranstaande rechtsadvies teen bekostigbare tarieve skakel hulle op 021-850-6400. Jy moet net onthou dat Radio Helderberg of STBB prokureers nie aanspreeklik gehou kan word vir enige skade gelei wat voortspreid uit advies gegee en hier die rechtskolom program nie. Elke saak moet op sy eie merite hanteer word. Established in 1900, STBB Attorneys is a firm of approximately 90 business-minded lawyers practicing from 11 offices throughout South Africa. By understanding our clients' needs and objectives, we strive to deliver cost-effective legal solutions for all business and personal matters. The Helderberg team specializes specifically in property law and developments with a commitment to developing close working relationships with our clients, enabling us to succeed consistently on their behalf. Big represents our reach and professionalism. Small is our personal approach to our work and our clients. Let our 120 years experience be your guide. You can visit our website at stbb.co.za. Samantha, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I am fine, thank you. Ah, that's wonderful. Thanks a lot for for chatting to us this morning again. So, Samantha Adams, the associate at STBB Attorneys here in Pardeflay in Somerset West. This morning, we'll be discussing rental housing tribunal process. So, first of all, let's kick it off. What exactly is the rental housing tribunal? So, in a nutshell, the Rental Housing Tribunal provides a free service to tenants and landlords in the Western Cape to settle various rental housing disputes. So, ultimately, their objective is to promote stability in the rental housing sector as well as access to justice. Right. Mm. Okay, so on that, uh, what are the functions of the Rental Housing Tribunal? So, their functions are ultimately to receive and investigate complaints then resolve disputes between the landlords and tenants through mediation and arbitration, as well as give advice and provide education to landlords and tenants about their respective rights and obligations. Okay, that's quite interesting. Now, I want to quickly ask you, what types of disputes may be dealt with by the Rental Housing Tribunal? So, the Rental Housing Tribunal handles a host of various disputes about unfair practice. So those disputes may include failure to adequately maintain the rental property, any unilateral changes to the lease agreement, failure to provide monthly statements, failure to provide municipal services, not paying rental to the landlord, as well as not refunding the deposit to the tenant, Mm -hmm. any damage to immovable property of the landlord, as well as any movable property of the tenant. And then, of course, non-compliance with the Rental Housing Act itself. Sure. Okay, so I've got a tenant and they have damaged my property. They're not paying rent. They're doing all these crazy things. And now I'm like, okay, I'm taking action. I'm ready for this. How does one lodge a complaint with the Rental Housing Tribunal? Okay, so one ultimately has two options. Mm-hmm. You can either physically lodge the complaint in person or you can submit the complaint online. 
So in order to lodge the complaint in person, you complete the prescribed forms that are available from the rental housing tribunal, and then you attach any supporting documentation which may be relevant in your particular dispute. So that could be copies of, you know, the landlord and the tenant's identity documents, the written lease agreement, any proof of payment, if that is in fact applicable in the dispute, and then of course the addresses of the tenant and the landlord, so their domicilium in terms of the lease agreement, and then contact details. You then mm-hmm. take this prescribed form that you've duly completed and all of the attached documentation, and you submit it in person at the rental housing tribunal. So then, of course, I'm sure your next question is, <laughs> well, with the level four restrictions at the moment mm-hmm. and the fact that it's COVID, is there not an alternative to reduce contact? Yes. And there is. So you can do it online, which I think is really fantastic. Mm -hmm. So it's quite a simple process. All you have to do is register on the Western Cape Government's Rental Housing Tribunal Service Portal. All you need is your ID number or your passport number in order to register. You then complete the form online as you would in person. And you provide all of the required information as well as upload all of that supporting documentation we just chatted about. Mm. The cool thing is you immediately receive a case number for reference purposes. And you can update your complaint, review it, and track the progress all online without leaving your home. That's wonderful. Which I feel is really important, particularly at the moment. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Then you're up to date to what's happening. Um, Okay, so now the the complaint has been lodged against me, the tenant or the landlord. Um, But now I want to know, what is my responsibility as uh, the landlord or the tenant, you know, and until the date of the ruling? Okay, so that's a very important question. So ultimately, all rights and responsibilities in respect of either whether the the lease agreement is written or the verbal terms thereof remains in place until the date of the ruling. So everything stays the same as it was before the dispute was submitted. So ultimately, the landlord may not evict the tenant, the tenant must continue to pay the rent, and the landlord must continue to maintain the property or repair it should the need arise. So everything remains in place. All rights and responsibilities remain in place. Hmm. Okay, but now when we get to the point where the complaint has actually been lodged um, with the rental housing tribunal, what happens? Okay. So the process is as follows. So the Rental Housing Tribunal will start off by investigating the complaint. So they properly investigate the complaint to establish whether there is in fact a dispute. So whether an unfair labor practice has in fact arisen. So if they do find that there is in fact a relevant dispute, a valid dispute, Mm -hmm. they then conduct a mediation. So the landlord and the tenant are notified in writing of the date and the time of the mediation. Thereafter, if it cannot be resolved through mediation, it is referred to arbitration. So obviously it's best if a matter can be resolved through mediation, because this means that both the landlord and the tenant would have input into what the outcome is. 
because as we are all aware, a mediation is where a third person helps the parties to reach a settlement. Whereas in arbitration, the landlord and the tenant have less control over what the outcome is going to be. As the arbitrator makes a binding decision after reviewing all of the relevant information put before them. Hmm. So let's say the matter isn't resolved by mediation yeah. and it is then arbitrated. So the Rental Housing Tribunal decides on a just and fair ruling. As discussed earlier, that those are their objectives, that all rulings are just and fair and that all practices between tenants and landlords are just and fair. Yeah. So the ruling of the Rental Housing Tribunal is binding on both the tenant and the landlord. Samantha, that's quite interesting this morning, um, especially if you're in between this situation and you don't know what to do and how to handle it and what the process exactly is. Um, and Samantha, I want to ask you now, what if the landlord or the tenant uh, fails to comply with the ruling of the Rental Housing Tribunal? Okay, so as discussed, this ruling is binding and it is deemed to be an order of the magistrate's court. So it's deemed to be a court order. So it cannot be simply ignored or taken lightly. It needs to be complied with. Of course, an order of the Rental Housing Tribunal may be taken on review to the High Court. And if a landlord or tenant fails to comply with the order, they may be convicted of an offence and then ordered to pay a fine or be imprisoned or both. So again, it should not be taken lightly. It's Mm. binding and needs to be complied with. Now, is it possible for a landlord to proceed straight to the court instead of submitting a complaint to the Rental Housing Tribunal? The answer is yes, but with a condition. So, yes, a landlord can proceed directly to court in order to claim a rare rental, but only if there is no unfair practice present. So the landlord needs to proceed to court with clean hands. They cannot have been involved in any unfair practice. If the court finds evidence of unfair practice, they will refer the dispute back to the Rental Housing Tribunal. This will, of course, result in wasted costs for the landlord, as they would have incurred the costs of obtaining an attorney to proceed to court, and they would have to go back to the Rental Housing Tribunal if it is found that there is unfair practice. Then, of course, the landlord must proceed directly to court for an eviction order, as the Rental Housing Tribunal cannot grant an eviction order. So that is one particular situation where one doesn't have the option of proceeding straight to the Rental Housing Tribunal. You then have to go to court for an eviction order. So, so interesting. Samantha Adams, Associate at STBB Attorneys. You can go and contact them. Or if you like to contact Samantha, 079-282-5221. If you want to speak to her directly about the rental housing tribunal process and how to handle it. Samantha, thanks a lot. Have a lovely day. Be safe and be healthy and just COVID-free. That's what we wish to you.
Thank you so much. Same to you. Cheers. We'll chat again next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Have a wonderful day. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.